Welcome back to Undercity Sound, Undercity Sound, The Hague in Time of Quarantine. I'm Guy Livingston, your host, and this is the last, the fifth episode. I was having a lot of trouble, a lot of trouble the last few days trying to figure out what theme to have or what attitude to take, because when I started this podcast series, it seemed like the lockdown was behind us and the worst was all over. And here in Holland, there was things were getting better. Also in the States, things were getting better. Uh, even in South Africa, things were getting better. And a lot of different countries that had had a really hard time. And now, a few months after the beginning of my project, everything is getting worse. In fact, it's getting much worse. Uh, we're back to code red here in Holland and the States. I don't even need to say what's happening. I'm like trying to think, well, what, what conclusion can I draw? You know, can I find any optimism in this? And... And I was talking about this last night. I was at the at the beach at a restaurant watching the sunset. It was very beautiful. It was a lovely evening, probably the last evening of summer. And I was sitting there with friends of mine. And my friend Heis said, you're looking at the problem from the wrong angle. And he gave me this example. So I don't know if any of you know the television series, the animation series, SpongeBob. SpongeBob SquarePants was a very silly, very stupid animation series uh, it turns out, Heist told me it was created by a scientist, and not only that, it was actually very unpopular with the Christian evangelist right because they felt that, unlike Disney films or unlike a lot of kids' animation, it never had an ending, you know? There was never any happy ending. And so Heist says to me, look, actually, your show is just like SpongeBob. You know, there is no ending. Life just keeps going on. Actually, we reached a burnout on the planet. Okay. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning. Geweldig man. Nou, in mijn geval, ja, ik woon vlakbij het Haasenbos of tegenover het Haasenbos, dus ik vond het echt super stil. Dus bijna geen auto's op heel veel dagen. En nou hoor je de auto's niet echt in mijn in mijn woning, maar Het valt bijna niet op, maar het valt dus wel op als op het moment dat er helemaal geen auto's rijden. Ja. Dus dan is het echt super stil. Silence. Um, ook vanaf de Utrechtse baan, wat, uh, wat toch een soort van ja, ruis vanaf komt, zeg maar. Wat altijd maar doorgaat. Actually, it's stil. Dat was dan ook in één keer helemaal stil. Dus dat uh, gaf toch wel een heel uh, prettig gevoel, uh, moet ik zeggen. Ook wel vreemd. Want de basis is uh, dus, uh, onwerkelijk, trucks, maar toch ook wel een prettig gevoel, there. omdat... Ja, het geeft dus een keer totale rust weer. In the beginning of 
the lockdown called Inner Life. And it was a piece written by Kari Opetsupaki. Yeah. And she wrote it for me. And um, wow. in the beginning of the lockdown, um, we found a, a way to do that um, in my house, actually, on my piano for the podium Wittemann, for the television program. And then uh, what I loved about it is that it was called Inner Life. And we're, we were all suddenly, like, it was just right in the beginning. We were inside and we're like, we are just in our inner lives now. And then um, I performed that piece, and playing that piece, it, it, it was, it has, like, I just listened to the piano in a new way, and then it was recorded uh, here in the house, and uh, yeah, that, that was something very, it was very special for me to be so close to the audience and so close to the sound of the piano. wanted that because uh, of course you can be on television and then you know you know the cameras and the audience but this was really special because the cameraman came by himself and uh, it was the first program they did in the lockdown so for them it was also completely new so it was fresh and everyone was excited you know we're doing stuff tegenstelling tot het centrum. Ik was even één keer in het centrum en dat was, vond ik een verademing bij de Hofvijver en zo, dat het weer uh, was als twintig jaar geleden. Dat de Haag, want de Haag wordt wel erg druk, dus ook steeds meer geluid en uh, nou ja, veel mensen op straat en, uh, en uh, dat was wel een verademing in het centrum, maar dat was dus maar even één keer. En je mocht naar buiten, hè? dus ik ben wel iedere dag naar buiten geweest, in de natuur, ja. heel veel in de natuur. Ja, en dan heb je natuurlijk, uh, nou ja, dan heb je... Uh, We went to the beach again quite late in the afternoon uh, in order to avoid the crowd. Uh, there we would meet some friends, thinking that we were outdoors and you know, not sitting too and close to each else. other. And it, of course uh, it was yes, we had great spring, so it's meaning birds, yeah, yeah. wind. Yeah. Ja, omdat uh, de cultuur eigenlijk wegviel, hè? Dus je kon niet meer naar het museum of naar het filmhuis. Je kon even ook niet uh, de hele tijd niet naar het, zwem, niet het zwembad. Dus uh, toen heb ik allemaal nieuwe stukjes hier. Ik woon hier pas uh, een kleine twee jaar. Aan deze kant van de stad heb ik allemaal nieuwe stukjes ontdekt.
En het is ook wel mooi om te zien dat uh, mensen weer meer met elkaar rekening gaan houden. Dus de verruwing van de, van de samenleving is wel op zijn retour. En ik hoop dat dat blijft. I have had people before the corona at my practice and I had to uh, uh, stop all uh, appointments for the period of two months. And I've had experiences, not too many, um, of people telling, telling me that they want to stop the mediation, not because they're not um, satisfied with how it's going, but they found new ways to, 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 uh, to get along. Yeah, I'm not saying it happens to all of my it happened to all of my clients, but there is good news, and I, you know, bad news uh, travels faster than good news. And I, I believe I, uh, I'm the uh, the uh, eternal optimist, and I think there are many more uh, stories uh, in the Hague. Well, let's talk. We're talking about the Hague, uh, about people who refound, uh, rediscovered their relationship uh, during Corona period. Het eerste geluid, het mooiste geluid, is uh, dat van de stilte. Het op één na mooiste geluid is, is het ruisen. Ik hou erg van het ruisen van de bomen, bijvoorbeeld populieren, maar je kan ook aan het ruisen van de zee denken. En het twee na mooiste geluid, dat is de stem van je geliefde. Een beetje ongebruikelijk, want misschien dat de meeste mensen juist zouden zeggen van het mooiste geluid is de stem van mijn geliefde. Maar ik begin met de stilte. hardly ever hear a bug flying by. And I had to think when I was a kid, we had a little yard at my uh, house and they were filled with bugs. And they were like covered in mud and filled with bugs. I don't see that anymore. So insects have died, many, many of them. I really hope that this us uh, standing still gives a chance for the nature to recover, that those sounds will come back more of those insects. Well, I had this other thought in general about many things. I really care about the environment and, um, for example, I don't use plastic bags and that kind of thing. And people always think, oh, but yeah, what does it change? It's just me, it's just this one little thing. And then I'm thinking, this little virus, super tiny that we can't even see with our eyes, it has changed the entire world. And then I think if something as small and insignificant as virus could change the world, then we, we are much bigger, we can change the world. De schönste klank is die stille, 
der zweischönste Klang das Rauschen und der drittschönste Klang deine Stimme, meine Geliebte. Ja, dat was in een tijd dat ik veel met de Duitse taal bezig, kwam, euh, bezig was. Dus het is zo in me opgekomen eigenlijk gewoon. Ja. Dus, uh, ja, ja. Ja. En ik had toen ook een Duitse geliefde. Dus, uh, <laughs> en we gingen veel naar de bossen. Nou ja, zo, zo, hè? zo ontstaat dat dan. Now I revealed in the introduction to the show that there was going to be no ending and there was going to be no resolution. But I do have a nice story. I have a nice story about coming out of lockdown and I have a story about hope and it's this. I was at the swimming pool a few days ago, about two weeks ago. I was at the swimming pool and the pool had just finally opened to the public after many, many, many months of being closed. And I was thrilled to be down there in the water. And there was an exercise class that was about to start. It was an exercise class for the elderly. These people, I see them often at the pool. They never speak to each other or barely. They don't speak to the teacher. It's all very, very serious. And they're people of a certain age who probably don't believe in small talk. But when I was there, on this particular occasion, they were coming in and they were excited and they were in a good mood and they were chatting and laughing and everybody was keeping their distance of one and a half meters, nobody was getting close, but they were just so happy to be there, all these old folks and their flower bathing suits and their striped towels and their silly rubber bathing caps and they looked, they looked terrible but they were just transformed by their joy at seeing each other again. And the teacher, she put on some rock music and they're all dancing in the water and shouting and clapping. It was a wonderful scene. And that reminded me of how important it is, something that's come up a lot in these last five episodes, how important it is for us to be together. And how this particular disease, it's got this terrible side which makes us avoid each other, necessitates that. I haven't seen my mother in so long, and she's not the only one. That's just me and my personal problem. A lot of people in their stories, they told me things about being disconnected from their family and from their friends, things that made them cry, things that made them incredibly sad and depressed. And I feel for that because we are all feeling that right now. So that's the only thing I can offer, message of hope. Go to the pool if you can. If you can't, know that it will come back. I'm Guy Livingston. This has been Episode 5 of Under City Sound. This show was made possible with the amazing participation of some of the following people. Alexandra Arshanskaya, painter. Aleta Baker, radio maker and director. 
Ben, building manager for Vest, Alia Al-Hadoui, negotiator and mediator here in The Hague, Steffi Butrek, producer for Slagwerk Den Haag, Laurence Calandre, pharmaceutical manager, René Tenkata, jazz musician and pianist, Fuad, fitness trainer, Jeroen Coleman, sales rep, Saskia Langhorn, pianist and curator, Yun Lee, artist, Dana Lamonda, photographer and former worker in a bordello, Nanda, sound artist, Nubim, composer, Maria Sperling, project manager, Marijke Reinhardt, who is retired from the Dutch Foreign Service, Gerrit Venema, poet and musician, and Saskia Devin, community builder and former host and future host of The Coffee Camper. Additional thanks to the many people who helped me artistically, Nanda, Guillaume, Heis and Karyan, Aleta, Alana, and Anders, Ned, and to my family who spent quarantine with me whether they wanted to or not. This series was supported by a grant from Promise, Strom Den Haag. Sound design is by Eric Henze of WOTH Music. And you can find out more about my projects, performances, and podcasts at GuyLivingston.com. <laughs>